0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Funny Friday. We're in the Kingsley Hotel in Cork. Doc is with us, Doc Savage. Well, it's great to be in the home with the real T-Shock. Now, they're recycling the government. This government's a green government, right? And they're recycling Taoiseachs. <laughs> Junior ministers. Now they're going to recycle posters. <laughs> I just bought a book the other day. I was down here in Cork. I bought a book. It's the shortest book in history. The Irish politi- political book of ethics. <laughs> <laughs> Fine Gael are doing very bad in the poll. Uh, the Taoiseach, Leo Baracker, he went to Fine Gael hide and seek. No one bothered to look for him. <laughs> And they have to build on that brand new state-of-the-art toilet in Dollar. Did you hear that? Oh, spent no, a, yeah, spent a fortune on it. Yeah. And I said, it's not a waste of money. It's the only place they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know the cost of living? Things have gone very bad at the moment. The price of the point has gone up. I was in a hotel in Dublin last week. I asked for the point again and said, how much is that? He told me the price. I said, I don't want to stay here. <laughs> thought he made me an offer for the house. And people now had to burden by new shoes getting their shoes repaired. Did you notice that lately? I fell into the shoe repairs. He said, much of the cost of having my shoes, new pair of heels, five euros. And much for a new pair of soles, 20 euros. So can you heal them up to the toe? <laughs> <laughs> so the woman sends her, her husband's suit to the cleaners and she opens, takes her one of the pockets, sees a little note, Mary Ann, and the phone number, a number on it, you know. She said to the husband, Mom, who's this Mary Ann here? You know, what's this here? Oh, no, that's the horse thing going to back tomorrow. <laughs> oh, grand. The next evening, he arrived home, and his wife said, Remember that horse you were, you know, we're talking about the back, yeah? Well, she rang today. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Mania. Oscar Mania in Ireland this week. We're going to, uh, some of the big stars, we're going to ask them here through Live Link what they. Uh, as Oscar fever is everywhere, we're honoured to have some of the biggest names in Hollywood uh, with us to tell us about their Oscar experience. Um, uh, Morgan Freeman, what are your memories, Morgan? Well, let me tell you something, Joe. I was nominated five times. I thought I was the best actor in driving Miss Daisy. Certainly the best driver. But nothing. I thought I was even better in Shawshank. But nothing. But I did eventually win my Oscar for Million Dollar Baby, and I felt like a million dollars that night. My Oscar. Sometimes I just quietly sit and hold it in my hand, gently giving it a polish. Then I place it back on the mantelpiece, and I just stare at it, not saying a word, just thinking about my old friend Oscar. I'm one of Joe Pesky. Joe, how did you get on with the Oscars? What do you mean, how did I get on? What? <laughs> I didn't bring it on on a date, if that's what you're saying. I tell you, not, not the nominated actors who don't want to talk in a movie. Brendan Gleeson, are you trying to be funny? I got my Oscar for Goodfellas, and I don't mean the pizzas. Now, that was a movie. You couldn't shut me up for crying out loud, and I'm still talking. Okay, 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 okay. I'll shut up now. I don't like the way you're looking I'll, at me. I'll, I'll Pacino, I'll, surely you have fond memories of Oscar night. I got to tell you, Joe, eight Oscar nominations. Oh, yeah. And finally, they give me the Oscar for Scent of a Woman. I think I need to do an Irish movie. You guys are getting all the Oscar action here. What is going on? Who do I talk to? And don't say talk to Joe. Hoo-ha! <laughs> Robert, Robert De Niro. Robert, um, you're such an iconic actor. You must have been at many an Oscar night. Uh, well, I won two of them. <laughs> I Godfather 2, Raging Bull. And I've been a raging bull ever since, let me tell you that. <laughs> Nominated four more times and nothing. I'm with Pacino in this one. Time to do some Irish stuff, you know, Joe? With all the talk about your deer population, I could do a remake of The Deer Hunter, you know, set entirely in Phoenix Park, you know? <laughs> and it won't be no Bambi movie, movie either, let me tell you that. Much. I see Eddie, Eddie Morphy, Eddie. Eddie, a few words, please. Oscars. Let me tell you something, Joe. <laughs> I ain't got an Oscar. I was only nominated once. Why didn't they ask me to do the voiceover for that Jenny Donkey and Banshees of Inish, whatever, whatever it's called? 
I could have kicked some ass, let me tell you. I could have brought something to that movie. I'm an experienced donkey voiceover artist. It's what I do, Joe. Why didn't they ask me? But no, they wanted that donkey to just be a donkey and do donkey things. Anyway, I've been offered to do a movie, a movie about Donkey Ote. That sounds right up my street. <laughs> I'm finally fine. I'm still, still Do I see um do I see Kim Kardashian in the audience? Kim, Kim. Yeah. Oscar night. Well, Joseph. I love the Oscars, the glitz, the glamour, the makeup, the hairdos, the false eyelashes, luscious lipstick, and that's just the men. I've done movies, Joseph. Yeah. I did a movie called Disaster Movie in 2008. It was described as crude and juvenile. Wasn't that wonderful? It grossed $34.8 million back in 2008. Yeah. The movie was gross now that I think about it I have to go now I need to be seen time to work the room know what I mean <laughs> Al Foran will be back into the audience do you want to stand up Betty do you want to stand up Betty stand up stand up okay take your time take your time okay tell us tell us you're, you're a lollipop what's your lollipop lady yeah yeah I wouldn't cross you <laughs> How are you? I'm 80 today. I didn't ask you. No, he's a great guy. And you're 80, and you want to. You know, your favourite book is Fifty Shades of Grey, and you're 80. What do you want to sing from me, uh, Betty? This is Betty Lollipop do- d- Daily. Daily. Okay, what do you want to sing? Can you sing, Betty? Fifty Shades. Oh, Fifty Shades, okay. Don't you do the 417 verses, will you? <laughs> Thanks. Take your time. Just close your eyes and picture me handcuffed to the bed. <laughs> She's in her fishnet stockings, reenacting what she read. Whatever has come over her since last Saturday When she went to town and bought that Fifty Shades of Grey But most of all I miss when I can't get a good night's sleep In the morning when it's time for work, I'm thrown there in a heap. From whips and chains and bandage gear, all night till break of day. I'm totally demented from that fifty shares of Betty, you're going to you're going to Michael Bublé, Michael Bublé, isn't it? In the Three Arena, um, and, and your friend beside you there is getting a complimentary one night stay in the Kingsley Arms Hotel. And then the other friend who was here, you're here from fr- early. You're getting a super value voucher. Okay, thank you very much. Now, Ukturan. Ukturan, Ukturan, I know you want to. Oh, yes. I know you want I to. Wa- wish, I want your you want address. To wish I want to be in that bed and I want to be handcuffed because I I won't go back. I was in Senegal and I was to go back to Senegal. I won't. Jesus, I want you, baby. And I want the agricultural version of Fifty Shades of Grey, which is 50 bales of hay. I love you, baby, like I've never loved before. Run, Betty, run. uh, I'm I'm reliably informed, uh, Uteran, that you were talking about and concerned about what you described as a new low in Irish, I'm referring to the yes. throwing of dung yes. or manure yes. at politicians at a meeting in Garth some yes. weeks ago. Well, would you like to expand, uh, Uktaram? Yes, well, would I you would, like to elucidate and uh, join? Yeah, I would, because it's in the script. That's why I would like to expand. 
It's nothing short of a disgrace, Joe. Politics has reached a new low in this country. To my mind, it's shocking, so it is. So much so I've decided to draw up new legislation to regulate the throwing of dung at political meetings. It will be known as the Flinging of Dung Act 2023. And it will, it will, Joe, regulate all this area. Yeah, but surely, surely, the throwing of any manure has to be condemned and outlawed by any right-thinking politician or public figure. Do you agree? No, 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 not really. Uh, You you, you see, there is a different... There's different types of dung, Joe, that can be thrown in different circumstances, which uh, would be quite legitimate. I'm losing it there, Oakton. Would you like like to explain? Well, as usual, you've lost it years ago, Joe, if it comes (laughs) down to it. But as usual, uh, you've got to look at the bigger picture. For example, Joe, horse manure is... It's uh, it's user friendly. It's environmentally friendly, and uh, you know if you uh, see it at uh, meetings, you can. Use, for example, I use it on rhubarb and roses round the auras. It's uh, it's great for the June roses, the climbers, the wild roses, and the cabaret roses. <laughs> so. And Ultron, you, you, you cannot be serious signing off on legislation that will subject our cities to being exposed to having horse manure thrown at them. Our listeners, I'm sure, agree. That would be simply outrageous. Yeah, you're, as usual, you're pathetic. That priest in Kerry was right. You're just downright pathetic. That's what you are. Our TDs and senators are well used to have themselves, you know, uh, they're used to that up in the dole with the government and the opposition uh, talking bullshit and throwing it across the floor of the house at one of them. For God's sake, will no, you no, cop off? No, but hang on, the people, the people of Gort are ringing in and they say that you are being disrespectful to the town of Garden, its people and its, its only hotel, and that the hospitality industry, because of no, this incident, no, no, is suffering. No, no, it no, is no, suffering no, and no, suffering. No, no, quite to the country. Uh, Gort is blooming as a result of uh, the publicity that they have received from Dungate, a new Chinese has opened called Huflang Dong. <laughs> owned, it's owned by a, a, a Mr. Wong. The only thing is that, uh, you know, when you look up the Chinese telephone directory and all you can find is, is Wing and Wong and you'd be afraid that you'd end up winging the Wong number. <laughs> and not alone that, Joe, but the signature Chinese dish is rabbit and rice and there is all, uh, as a result of that incident, which incidentally coincided with the Ch- uh, Chinese New Year, the year of the rabbit, and as a result, and rabbit, she's going for election in China. And not alone that in Gort, but also, Joe, there's a new Chinese uh, nightclub opened in Gort, and its name is Hu Yu Bang. You know, and it's by all accounts a patch. You know, it's Ireland, oh, well, so you know, well, in China, well, it's who well, you bang. Well, in fairness, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on the guard issue. Uh, new year, new Taoiseach, same problems, ministers, ministers of state having to resign. This is... Is this Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, Green Government jinxed out well, on? Well, to, to be honest, uh, I, I feel sorry for... Uh, um, uh, first of all, on Chuck the Dole, Damien Mockham-Sassana. Who? Damien Mockham-Sassana. Damien English. Damien Mockham-Sassana. What is wrong with you? He, was, he made an honest mistake. He, he came over to the Oris to hand back his seal of office and he was in a terrible state. Over 14 years ago, Joe, he applied for planning permission for a house and he stated on the application that he didn't own a house. And 14 years, Joe, to the digital second, he sat up in the bed one morning and realised that he made a mistake. <laughs> And he had one of these light bulb moments, or should I say, in light of recent, you know, recent events, a manure recollection moment. <laughs> he fessed up to his mistake. And I have you, Dane's a lovely. Have you, have you spoke to him? How, how is Damien? Oh, geez, he's, he's, you know, he's livid with the shinners now. He's, you know, he feels that they threw him under the bus and they threw poor old Pastille Donahoe under the van. Uh, when he, you know, that he hired during the 2016 election. Damien is so cross with Mary Lou. He told, he told me for a fact, he said that she'd cut your throat behind your back and stab you in the back in front of your face. Now, Joe, whatever you do, don't broadcast that because Damien said, you see, they know it came from me and the last thing I want to do, Joe, is fall out of the shinners. <laughs> well, does, does Damien English uh, accept that he's damaged? 
politically oh, you're up around. Oh, uh, yes, he does. He's, he's a broken man. Between ourselves, he said that, you know, how is he going to survive, Joan? I feel sorry for him. On a TD salary and 20 allowances, for God's sake, Joan. Nobody knows this, but he made representations to me, and I made representations oh, to play. a new search and rescue company who are hiring at the moment. Oh, and okay. I think he has a great chance of getting a job oh, because brilliant. these search and rescue outfits, they're always looking for someone. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Fors. <laughs> Michael O'Connor, so there's Michael, former Lord Mayor of Cork. And you brought the Queen to Cork. Did you? Did you? And will you ever forget that day? No, I don't think so. And I think so. It's great. I was great to bring royalty to Cork, so we have royalty in Cork again this afternoon. Now you're very welcome, Joe. Thanks very much. Now, hang on a minute. You're talking about my Prince Harry or William or. And uh, the, the, it, did the, it did the city the world go, didn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. I think, in, in fairness, when you look at the overall visits, Cork was the place, was the highlight of the, the visit. Oh, wouldn't you know, yeah. You know, of course, because uh, we're, nice, we're nice people, Joe, we're nice people, and it was a great opportunity for her when she came here to go over and say hello to the people of Cork. Oh, very good. And, Michael, have you any involvement with the, the Don't Kettle Roundabout, the roadworks there? <laughs> well, I have you. Thank you. I got lost down there as well a couple of weeks I know you hate Dubliners, but don't kettle around. It's like it's like the Berlin Wall trying to get trying to get into Cork. Um, who who we got next? Oh yeah, here she is. This lady needs no introduction, but she's getting one here in the Kingsley Hotel in Cork. She proves that age is just a number, unless you're the bus from Tala to Chapelizer. Put your hands together and pray she doesn't get too close to you to the lights, because you know what happens. She might melt. It's the wonderful Cher. If I could turn back time If I could move my face I wouldn't have bothered with Botox I'm a disgrace I don't know why I did the things I did I don't know why I can't move my eyelids I've had my bits move from place to place The cheeks of my ass I now wear on my face I didn't really want to change me I didn't want to see me sag I know I'm just a lie But baby, if I could turn back time if I could find a way I wouldn't have bothered with Botox on my face If I could move my mouth I'd give you a big smile Then you'd love me, love me Like you used to do If I could turn back I've said too many lips, I've staring eyes I've only one expression, always look surprised So many chucks, my belly is hard and lean But it's so tight, baby, it's like a trampoline Too sad to tell you that I'm sorry Too many fillers in my lips God bless that plastic surgeon but baby, if I could turn back time If I could find a way I wouldn't have bothered with Botox on my face If I could move my mouth I'd give you a big smile Then you'd love me, love me to do if I could turn back time. That's the wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. That's the wonderful That's Julia a... Roberts. Sorry, Thank June you. Rogers. June Thank Rogers. Thank you. June Thank Rogers. you so much. It's lovely to be here in little old Ireland. Yeah, I've got deep roots here, but I try to keep them dyed. <laughs> Actually, I have to be upfront with you guys. I have something to tell you. I'm not Cher. 
I know you find that hard to believe. I'm a share impersonator. Yeah, my name is Sheridan, and I'm from Tala. <laughs> How are you? I had your food there for a minute, didn't I? Yeah, I'm the spit of her, aren't I? I, I look like I'm after eating her. <laughs> anyway, listen, I had a really bad upbringing. No, it's sadder than that. Uh, my mother was a wagon. Oh, she was. Wait, and I tell you, you're not going to believe it. Oh, yeah, honest to God. My mother was a wagon in a travelling show Duetting for a flag and for a fella called Joe Joe was me dad and a righteous grace Living in the bookies But couldn't pick a winner in a one-horse race Chancers, hooks and teas We hear from the people of the town They call us chancers, hooks and teas But every night all the men will come around Lay the money down. Oh, yeah, I'm on the winner here. <laughs> I met a fella who was a traveling man. He got me into trouble in his high ace van. Traveling hands, as I feared. He was a bit of a magician. Cause every time he looked, the fecker disappeared. Chancers, hooks, and teeth. We hear from the people in the town They call us chancers, hooks and teeth But every night all the men would come around And lay the money down I wasn't into schooling but he taught me well With a smooth travelling style Three months later I'm a wagon in trouble And I haven't seen the fecker for a while Oh no! For a while, oh no. Me mother was a wagon in a traveling show, duetting for a flag and for a fella called Joe. Joe was me da and a right disgrace. Image of me and she living in the bookies, but couldn't pick a winner in a one horse race. All together now. From the people of the town they call us chancers, hooks and teeth. But every night all the men would come around and lay the money down. She's very good, isn't she? Me mother was a wagon in a traveling show. Ah, oh, Charlene, don't start now. He's so good all day. See you later. Better change your nappy. I'm talking about new babies. A big shout out to a great friend of mine. Chelsea is her name. Gorgeous. She became a mother this morning. Chelsea and James. And the new baby is called Daisy. Isn't that a beautiful name? Congratulations, Chelsea. Yay. Yes. What's your own name, sir? Dave Dowling. Dave, and, and what, what, what do you have there in that box? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a singer. I traditional Cork songs. And what's in the box? My box. Yeah. 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 Is there an echo in this room? What, what, no, what's in it? It's a box. Oh, the box, the, the accordion box. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll leave it in the box. I <laughs> know, oh, take, take it out and I'll come back to you after, after three o'clock. Uh, take, it, take it out there because we're going to take a break in a minute. Get it. We, do you need to tune it up or? Okay. I'll take your word for it. Okay. On, in the interest of balance, we're, as you know, RT is very constrained by the Broadcasting Acts 1934, 1973, 2010, 11, 12, 14, and 17. So we need to balance up uh, the government press office. And on, they think uh, the minister, uh, Pascal Donoghue, has got an unfair mention on the programme. And we are obliged to um, rectify that immediately. So I'm going to have a quick word with... Pascal Donoghue. Pascal, can I ask you? I know you dropped in unexpectedly. Apparently, you're up and down every pole in Cork on the way down. <laughs> but you've had, but Minister, uh, I must say, you've had a bruising few days. I mean, what lessons have you learned from what people are now well, referring been, to been as, been, as post, poster gate? Can I just interrupt you there, Joseph? <laughs> They've been a lot less bruising since Sinn Fein's peccadilloes were exposed. And now Sinn Féin have an army of 2,000 people uh, probing their expenses. 
and they have a unique way, Sinn Féin, of reducing their electoral expenses. They just don't pay their bills. <laughs> Which we might try next time in Fine Gael. Sorry, Joe, you were saying, before I interrupted. <laughs> and, uh, how, are, are there lessons? Are there lessons from Postergate? Well, for starters, from now on, they put not my own posters. <laughs> That's lesson number one. I'm after purchasing a little van, a little Hoye, uh, 1983. You know, they don't call me Pascal the Prudent for nothing. Um, and uh, I purchased also a double extension ladder, 22 feet uh, long, and a pair of steps. And in my spare time, when I'm not putting up posters, I decided to start a little window cleaning business. Um, now, I know that you, Joseph, are a denizen, are a resident, although I find it easier to say denizen, because there's no S's in denizen, <laughs> of Dublin a one. And um, I'm going to give you this form, Joe, to fill in, Thank your you name, much, address, yeah. and your air code, and I can put you down for a monthly clean, um, inside, outside, upstairs, downstairs, hallstairs and landing, uh, back and front, and I'll also be doing Fachin's office. Um, <laughs> And I think if it goes well, Joseph, I might pack up the old political stuff. Because to be honest with you, it's a pain in the arse. <laughs> Doc. Doc. There's a man uh, after Christmas, he's got a new suit for Christmas, right? I know this man well, and he's a bit unlucky. got a lovely new suit, and with the suit, he got a spare pair of trousers. Okay? And a week later, he burned a hole in the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man in the hospital, he wakes up and he noticed the man in the bed next to him, he's covered from head to toe in plaster. And he said, uh, what happened to you? He said, an accident at work. He said, what did you work on? He said, a retired window cleaner. <laughs> he said, when did you retire? He said, halfway down. <laughs> <laughs> Woman in the hospital, the doctor says, your husband's very bad. He's at that store. So can you push him in? <laughs> <laughs> Donald, get that accordion out with you quick. Quick, are you ready? We're here in the Kingsley Hotel in Cork and we'll be back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Well done, the last 10 minutes have been brought to you. Well done, Donald. Well done. Donald Dowling. There's a, there's a suit. Dave Dowling. Dave, Dave, Dave. No, leave, leave, leave your accordion there. Seriously. The guards are on their way. Um, <laughs> where's Stephanie Rainey? Where's the wonderful Stephanie Rainey? Oh, there you are, Stephanie. Hello. Stephanie, now you're a cock singer as well. I am. Uh, you have a lot to beat now. Get up against Dave here now. I know. Uh, I have a tough act to follow there now. Dave is the masked singer. And you are going to sing, uh, uh, well, you've got 200 million samples on TikTok or something, haven't you? What's it, what do they call it? I've streams through oh, 35 streams. million streams. Yeah, yeah. Your streams. And then behind you there is Sarah. That's Sarah playing Sarah. keyboard for me, so you'll hear her okay. making me sound. What song are you going to sing? going to do a uh, cover first. Uh, it's a song that I covered a couple of years ago, and it's, it's flown all over the internet. It's called okay, Dave, the, the accordion. Dave, leave it in the box. If you know it, actually, because there's loads of you here, sing it when I get to the okay. chorus. I call you when I need you, my heart's on fire. You come to me, come to me wild and wide. You come to me. Give me everything I need Give me a lifetime of promises And a world full of dreams Speak the language of love Like you know what it means It can't be wrong Take my heart and make it strong 
You're simply the best You're better than all the rest You're better than anyone Anyone I've ever met I'm stuck on your heart I hang on every word you say Tear us apart Oh baby I would rather be dead Is in your heart I see the start Of every night and every day In your eyes I get lost I get washed away Rainey and Sarah Power and check out Stephanie's name on her website and she sells merchandise and I want a special thanks uh, to Dave on the accordion for leaving it in the box for that number. Thank you, Dave. Uh, Sharon Mannion is breaking news. Breaking news, Sharon. Breaking news. As Jackie Hurley is announced as the new female host of the Sunday game, some men have complained as to her reasons for getting the job. A surname like Hurley gives her an unfair advantage, roared one particularly angry man. Rumours that she will be joined on the panel by Henry Schlither and Margaret Goldpost are yet to be verified. Garda fitness tests were deemed too demanding last week and will now be adapted to cover just the three basics required for any member of the force. Leaning into car windows, making up breathalyzer test results and winking. (laughs) As Ireland prepares for another icy snap, the Met Office have issued a series of yellow weather warnings. Warnings which are also known as tis nippy out there, Jesus there's a bite in that, and that'd freeze the balls off a brass monkey. And finally, as the energy crisis continues, customers have been encouraged to warm their homes using the heat coming off Pascal O'Donoghue's expenses account. And now for the uh, Oscars, the Oxters nominations. Welcome to the Kingsley Hotel and the 2023 Oxters Awards. Uh, so named as the recipients will stick their Oxter or their award water under their oxter. Now, our first oxter category is for best film, and the nominations are The Banshees of Inishirin, Top Gun, All Quiet on the Western Front, and The North Protocol. <laughs> and the winner is The North Protocol. Oh, brilliant. This is a reworking of Frederick Forsyth's The Fourth Protocol, but more confusing. 
A story of hard borders, intrigue, and the movement of sausages. Directed and starring Jeffrey Donaldson and James Cleverly, and introducing Maros Sefkovic. We were going to play you a clip of the film, but it would just bore you to death. <laughs> and now we'll move on to Best Director Award. And the nominations are Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Jeffrey Donaldson, The North Protocol, <laughs> Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inner Sharon, and Pascal Donahue for Three Billboards Outside Fibsborough, Dublin Central. <laughs> <laughs> that's a popular one. And the Oxter goes to Pascal Donahue hey! for Three Billboards Outside Fibsborough, Dublin Central. And we're delighted to have Pascal here to receive his award. Congratulations, <laughs> Pascal. Thank you. Does he want to make a thank you speech? And I just, very short, very brief, I just want to undertake, officially, that if it reaches the appropriate value, which I don't know what it is, I will be making the appropriate return to Tippo. <laughs> Thank you, Pascal. Congratulations. Now we're going to move on to the best actor in a leading role. And the nominations are Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Stephen Donnelly, A Nightmare in Ellen Park Hospital, <laughs> Colin Farrell, Banshees of Inishirin, and Michael McGrath, The Wolf of Kildare Street. <laughs> and the Oxter goes to Stephen Donnelly for that terrifying nightmare in Ellen Park Hospital. <laughs> Stephen cannot be with us today, but he will get his Oxter about as quickly as one might get a hospital bed. <laughs> so I hope he's not in any rush. Now we're going to move on for Best Actress in a Leading Role. And the nominations are Claire Daly, Rebel Without a Cause, <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Mary Lou MacDonald, There's Something About Mary. <laughs> Viola Davis, The Woman King. And the Oxter goes to Mary Lou MacDonald. Unfortunately, Mary Lou cannot be with us today as she's on her way to a meeting that she wasn't invited to. <laughs> so we will send her the Oxter she doesn't expect. <laughs> now we come to the Oxter for Best Supporting Actor. And the nominations are Barry Keown, Banshees of Inishirin. Eamon Ryan, The Wind That Shakes the Turbines. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson, Banshees of Inishirin. And Dermot Bannon, A Room with a View. <laughs> and the Oxter goes to Dermot Bannon, A Room with a View. <laughs> now, sadly, Dermot is not with us today. He is currently in hospital having a measuring tape removed. Uh, get well soon, Dermot. And finally, the Oxter for Best Supporting Actress. And the nominations are... Kerry Condon, Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> Nuala Carey, Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> Panty Bliss, Dirty Dancing. And Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And the Oxter goes to Nuala Carey, Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> now, unfortunately, Nuala didn't make it to the awards as she got stuck at the Dunkettle Interchange. <laughs> uh, and she's still moving around in a severe anti-cyclone direction. <laughs> Um, she will eventually get her oxter when she turns up. So congratulations to all our winners this year, and we'll see you again next year for the 2024 Oxter Awards. Goodbye from the Kingsley Hotel. Michael There's, how are you? You have it, your name there is Gillian Duffy. That's Edward, that's Joshua. Joshua got the day off school to be here. And why, you, you founded an association. I think so. Association through Lifeline. Oh, did you tell us? Tell yeah. us. Okay. So Joshua was 17 and okay. just going on 16 years ago um, after he was born and he had to have various surgeries. Okay. He has an extremely rare condition called arthrobiposis <coughs> and he was the only person we'd ever heard of and oh. in the hospital they didn't know much about it either. So trying to find out more about it, I decided one evening I was on listening to the radio and I rang Lifeline. Oh, fair play. Um, it wasn't your good self. It was Derek Davis was covering oh, for Derek, the great. Now Derek was brilliant, brilliant, fantastic. And I just spoke a little bit about Joshua, named the condition, and by talking on Lifeline, we actually found the Arthrogryposis Association of Ireland, and so we've been fast friends with everybody in the association ever since. Brilliant. And how are you doing, Josh? I'm doing good. Good lad. And there's two. You're going to the. I asked you to pick. You you picked Peter Gabriel in the Tree Arena on the 25th of June. Uh, this year, this year, okay. All the Duffies, Gillian Duffy, Edward Duffy, Joshua Duffy, this is Jan O'Brien, 
with his Eurovision song. T- 30 days in September, April, June and November, all the rest of 31, except for January, which seems to have 197. <laughs> I don't know why. But there's only one thing more depressing than that, is our losing streak at the Eurovision. Oh, yes. And they're going to pick the song next week. So I've written a little ditty. Goes like this. We've been waiting such a long time since 1996 still we persevere what's another year Johnny Logan always got them now Johnny Rotten's volunteer so why not Britney Spears What's another year? What's another year? When countries don't bother to vote on the phone Well, what's another year? When Ireland keeps losing Is it time to stay home? Neve and Dana Paul and Charlie Johnny Linda and Ema Quinn Distant memories Now we hide our tears Because What's another year? What's another year? I'm losing count And I'm starting to get so bored What's another year? A gargantuan show RTE can't afford a bit like this one I keep dreaming of Ireland winning but the realities are still think that I'll just grab a beer or two or three or four or five what's another year what's another year We're in the Kingsley Hotel in Cork and we'll be back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And Irene Reardon, Ina Lee, Bernard Kyohan are three sisters, not bad sisters, good sisters. Irene and Nina are twins celebrating their th- birthday very soon. So you're going to Dermot Kennedy in Toman Park in Limerick. Unfortunately, only two of the sisters are gone. That was a mistake, wasn't it, on my part? Who wants to go there? Who, who was that, that woman there was shouting at me there? My, ter- my therapist ghosted me with Joanne and Vogue. That's live at the marquee. And it's only the frames, the wonderful frames. Glenn Hansard in the frames in the marquee in Cork as well. Mossy, Mossy. How are you doing, Joe? Yeah, how, How's it going? How, how are you getting on? This Mossy Constant, yeah? How are oh, you getting I'm, on, Mossy? I'm grand, I'm grand Joe, but, uh, but I'm not the man I used to be at all ah, anymore. No. After happened? the lockdown, Joe, ah, well, I nearly you? had a breakdown. Oh, oh Mossy, you're, oh, looking, you're looking good. And I'm, 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 you're back to normal. Well, well, I am, Joe, thank God, I am. Getting back to normal and real and to go. And, and can I ask you, Mossy, now that I'm in your hometown, what, what got you through the lockdown? What, what persevered you? Drink, John. <laughs> Point supporter, and I couldn't underestimate the, the huge bear to play, Joe. She does only one thing that you can do so much you can do. My missus, she, she, she dusted the Ming vase to a frazzle. The feckin' thing broke over her. I'm always saying it, Joe. All things in moderation. Uh, well, well, hang on, what do you mean moderation? Is that the drinking or the cleaning? Everything, everything. Lockdown <laughs> turned people into monsters, Joe. They, they morphed. They morphed into lockdown police is what they, they did. They morphed into lock... What are lockdown police? What are you talking Joe, about? Joe, Joe, a woman made me cry in Aldi's one day. <laughs> no. You talk about lockdown. Oh, yeah, you well, know well, yourself. You started it off. Well, wash your hands, wash your hands. <laughs> We're taking a break. No, wash your hands, wash your hands. You know yourself. So, 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 there I was, and I was, I was just walking around, and uh, that, that woman, she sort of uh, attacked me. 
In Aldi. In Aldi's. In Aldi's, she said, uh, excuse me, uh, do you know where you're going? I said, I do. I said, look, there's a one-way system in operation in the shop. <laughs> and she, you're walking against the floor, says I. So I leaned over to get something, and she says, excuse me, excuse me, keep your distance. Excuse me, I says back to her. You're the one in the wrong. You're going against the floor. Get a grip, man, she said. Grow up, grow up. We're in a pandemic. God, she was on the ball, wasn't she, Matthew? She was lucky. She wasn't on the floor, Joe. <laughs> I nearly gave her a box. I had to walk wait, away. Wait, wait, hang on. You said you were crying. Yeah. No, Joe, will you give me a chance to okay. tell the story? Okay, sorry, Matthew. Jesus, sorry I started it all. <laughs> so am I. Anyway, so... I'm in the queue now for the deal. Yeah. You're stepping from box to box, oh, as you do, that, right? No, well. I was a bit distracted because I was trying to find out how much the Ferrero Rocher were. <laughs> right? And the next thing I heard was, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the box in front here is free. Are you moving into it? <laughs> and she was very loud, no, like, and condescending. Oh, my God. So I, I snapped. I I snapped, Joe. I turned around and I said, listen. I, I lost it. I said, look, I have you anything better to be doing than to be hassling me? I'll go into my box when I'm ready. <laughs> my box is my own business. Mind your own fucking boxes, I. And then she started crying. Security were called. And, and I was asked to leave. And I was innocent, Joe. And hang on, I must say, were you crying at this stage? Jesus Christ. No, no, at that point, a friend of mine, a friend of mine came up to me, he says, um, Massey, Massey, are you all right, boy? Are you okay? You look sorry, you look sorry, the verge of tears. <laughs> then I started crying. Ah, God. And I thought... You got there just before I thought me. I'd never stop, Joe. <laughs> I cried all the way to the off-license. <laughs> Marcy Constant. The wonderful, the wonderful Frank Toomey. No visit to this part of the country would be complete without our very special guests, uh, Mihal and Marahurti. Fahil, Fahil, welcome to Funny Friday. Um, I, I heard you, you were mugged on the way home from a New Year's Eve event. And that, that must have been a very unpleasant experience. Oh, it was a huge. I was on the way home from Copperface Jack's, <laughs> and I was mugged by a thief. He caught me by the throat and said, your money or your life. I said to him, hold on now a minute. I'm married, so I have no money and I have no life. <laughs> we hugged and cried and it was a beautiful moment, <laughs> But if he, despite all the thefts, antisocial behaviour, you, you said recently in the Kerryman that generally rural Ireland has held on to a lot of, I'm quoting here, a lot of good things in life, such yes. as storytelling yes. and innocent banter, end oh, quote. yes, You're quite right, Joe. I was in a pub outside Killarney over Christmas, a rural pub, and I heard a very interesting conversation between two bachelors. Now, a Kerry bachelor is different to a bachelor from any other part of Ireland, insofar as a Kerry bachelor is a man that never makes the same mistake once. <laughs> now, these two fellas were talking, and one fella said to the other, he said, did you hear about the new nightclub that opened up the town? And the other fella says, no, I didn't. Or oh, the first fella said, it's the best I've ever heard of. You go in, there's no charge on the door. And when you're inside, they give you a free four-course meal and a Fantastic. bottle of wine, yeah. as much drink as you want. The bar is free all night. You dance all night. At three o'clock in the morning, they order a taxi for you, pay for the taxi, give you 300 euro in cash, and invite you back the following night. The other fella said, well, that's the best I've ever heard. I never came across a nightclub like that before. He said, that baits Banner. He said, have you been there yet? And your man says, no, but the sister has. <laughs> you're meeting people out and about. Your quote is saying that uh, people, especially couples, 
are very conscious and concerned about the cost of living crisis when they're shopping in the supermarkets of Hale. Oh, you're quite correct, Dios. I was in the supermarket recently and it was behind this couple who were grocery shopping. You could say I was eavesdropping, as they say in Ireland, lug listening, so I was. <laughs> now, he picked up a case of beer and put it in the trolley and the wife uh, had a face in her that would take paint off a gate. She says, what are you doing? The husband says, there are 10 euro for 24 cans. She looked at him saying, we can't afford that. Put them back on the shelf. Like all husbands, he did what he was told. <laughs> Silence ensued and they were in the next island. The wife picked up a 20 euro jar of face cream, put it in the trolley. The husband asked, he said, what are you doing? She says, it's my face cream and it's only costing 20 euro. It makes me look beautiful, desirable and ravishing. Without batting an eyelid, he says, so does 24 cans of beer. It's only half the price. The doctor, the doctor has said that he'll probably make a full recovery. And you attended the Young Scientist exhibition then? You, had a, you have a particular interest in the young scientist. Oh, I have. I'd be very interested. And I met a man there, you know, he was a scientist. I know him for a long time. I know him since before he was born. <laughs> he told me something very interesting, Joe. He said, the single fly can produce thousands of offspring. And I looked at him. I said, what would he produce if he was married? <laughs> And another scientist told me, he said, for though, for though, it was a Kerry man that invented the toilet seat, but it was a court man who perfected it. He cut a hole on top of it. <laughs> and how do we follow the We follow it with a message, with a message from the Queen via Sharon Mannion. Thank you, Joe. Since my passing last year, I haven't found the afterlife so dire. It's quite relaxing without Charles watching, waiting for me to expire. I'm following the soaps. I especially like EastEnders, though it can't compare to the goings-on within the House of Windsor. As I look on from afar at, on my grandson Harry, the little pup, I won't specify if I'm looking down or looking up. <laughs> I wonder why he's airing all his dirty laundry. We haven't been this embarrassed since Weight Watchers worked with Fergie. His book Spare is full of tales that would make one's blood run cold. Is it any wonder Charles is now looking 105 years old? I joined the crowds in Eason's to pick up a copy or two. I would have got one sooner, but Philip and Holly were skipping the queue. Harry writes about his cold-hearted brother. Their fight is really very silly. At least, I think that's what he meant when he said he had a frostbitten willy. <laughs> and in a field outside a pub, an older woman took him in his prime. Makes me wonder. Did anyone have eyes on Camilla at the time? <laughs> it's no surprise the boy needs to get out all this stuff. So many years of trauma, he's really been through so much. The public always watching, the way they would look and stare. It's clear he's never quite got over being born with ginger hair. <laughs> I miss some parts of the job, and I'm proud my reign was long, though not as long as Brexit, which continues to rumble on. <laughs> I fondly look down on my Commonwealth even and extend a hearty invitation to Ireland to rejoin if she ever had the inclination. <laughs> so, Harry, though there's interest in you and your darling wife, I hate to tell you, folk are starting to roll their eyes. You see, my darling grandson, when it comes to you and your book, the painful truth to tell you is no one really gives a farewell for now. Well done, Sharon Mannion. 
there's complimentary afternoon tea for two here in the Kingsley, and that's for some of the writers. More tales from the White Horse and anthology of work by the Lit Ritz, as they call themselves. Uh, Balan Colic, well done, well done. There is um, two Code Line tickets. Someone like to go to Code Line? Would like to go to Code Wonderful band. What's your own name? That's Marika Daly. About Luigi's from Malta, aren't you, Luigi? Yes, Joe, I am. Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, well done, well done, well done, New Year. Van Morrison tickets, the legendary Van Morrison to three Olympia on 27th of February. And for that man there, I'm not saying nothing about you, but you're going to see Madness. And they're in Trinity College in July. We'll be back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Welcome back to Cork. No trip. No, well, a big welcome there. No trip to Cork. We'll be happy and indeed fulfilled without a little chat with Roy Keane. Roy, how are you? Well, listen, I'm doing okay. <laughs> You were, all right. you were on Tommy Tiernan recently. Um, you weren't very... Well, I, don't know why, I don't know why people have made a big deal about it. <laughs> He's asked me questions, you know, about my family, about my mother, about my granny. You know, my granny didn't play football. <laughs> it's as if Gary Neville or your Jimmy Carragher are going to ask those questions, you know what I mean? Like... But you were, you were very reticent, Roy. You were very, very quiet. Do you want me to open up? Well, yeah, you, you wouldn't answer. You wouldn't answer. You wouldn't answer the first oh, listen, question when you he know said, what, you when know he what, said what's your name? No, no, listen, <laughs> listen, Duffy, go buy me two books, all right? If you want to hear that. <laughs> Eamon Dunphy, are you, are you still on speaking terms with Roy? Uh, well, myself and Roy, uh, Joe, we're up and down, baby. Uh, you know, sometimes you know we'll go out for a, the odd gin and tonic. Uh, you know, when Lily's was open in Dublin, we go there. Uh, then sometimes he just falls out and me out of nowhere. I don't know, Joe. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, are you, are you happy? Oh, uh, well, well, you well, no, well, let me kind of finish the question. Are you happy you with Ireland's slew of Oscar nominations? You must be. Alrighty then, of course I am. I'm a big fan of Colin Farrell. I think he's absolutely incredible. Alrighty then, Joe. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, what's your favourite restaurant in Cork? Oh God, there's so many, isn't there? So many. Yeah. Why would I not? Why would I name the restaurant? They're not going to pay me. If I want to name a restaurant, that's my favourite in Cork. Pay me, okay? Wow. God's sake, D Joe. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Your, your, your Facebook, your Instagram, possibly Twitter, have all been reinstated. Are you happy, President? Well, let me tell you something. Thank you for calling me that, Joe. By the way. That is my correct title. I should be still in office, but it's great. I've got the Facebook back. I've got the Twitter back. I've got the TikTok back. I've got the Bebo back. I've got the MySpace back. It really is fantastic. It's great, Joe. Truly. Joe Biden, any more documents in your garage? What? What part of the White House is this? Oh, sorry. No, it's, it's great to be here in Kerry. Thanks for having me. Katie Taylor, Katie, Katie, are you, will you confirm Croke Park? Um, you know, I mean, it's just taking its time, Joe. I mean, Joe, hang on a second. Show, I mean, show a bit of respect to you. Know, they've got a fantastic stadium in Park Equive here. I mean, we could have the fight there, so. Ah. Conor McGregor, will you be in Croke Park, Conor? I don't know, do you know what I mean? I don't know, maybe me versus Paul McGrath. I don't know, let's see what happens. <laughs> the great Al Foran. Underneath the lamppost is the next performance by, you'll guess her in a minute, we've had a T-shirt and he did tarnish the regular visitors here, but I don't think we've ever had the president of the European Commission. Would you please welcome, on our first official visit to Cork, Miss Ursula van der Leyden. She look at the book on. 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 She look Look, 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 look. She got the book. She got the Joseph. Merci beaucoup. Underneath a lamppost, here outside the door, waiting for my man. He's the head of Finafall. My name is Ursula, the eel brine, but you can call me Miss Vanderlaine. And the men across all Europe 
To me, they are insane. I've worked with all the leaders from nations here and far, but my knees begin to tremble when me whole steps from his car. His accent is cute and my heart skips. It's time to pucker up my lips. I love my lovely me whole, my wild Corconian boy. But now I've heard some bad news that's brought me soon to tears. Leo has taken over for the next two years. And if he asks me what's my role, I'll just tell him to ask me whole. Me whole, Martin, why you laugh? Why you laugh at me whole? You find me whole funny? I love my love, leave me whole, but there's more fish in the sea. My eyes are always wondering, I'm thinking who's the one, but if I can't have me whole, there's a Manuel Macron, and with you now I can confide he's what I call a Euro ride or better still more exciting he's my little bit on the side but what about Matt Hancock? He went through all that pain. He could be my Tarzan, and I could be his Jane. With me by his side, I'll make him smile. I'll be his best Bush Tucker trial. And if Lioness Jill has ideas, I'll go and break her snot. Or as they say in Dublin, get your hands off me bleeding ma. <laughs> I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Gil <laughs> Rogers, we'll be back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Our old friend Matty McGrath is back with us. Matty, how is life in South Tipperary, DZ? So, so there's no living with the prices thing. So the, the, the way that I have to go, considering to my own the other day, he told me he had to take out a credit union loan for to, for to get a delivery route, Joe. <laughs> a, a couple of pizzas, a few snack boxes, a, a bathroom sausage, and... He had to get and get a loan for it, Joe. Some things are things are in a pile in condition. Are they that bad in tip? Yeah. A pound of mince was dropped outside Matty Ryan's shop there, Joe, outside Newport last Thursday. There was four people seriously injured in the, in, in the scramble to pick it up. <laughs> Three of them are still in a car park and uh, on trolleys in the regional hospital in Liberty. <laughs> and you're asking me things that bad. Should, should, and what's the government doing about it? No. What, what are the government doing about it? No. Once more, what are the government doing about it? <laughs> Concepta. Hello, Joe. You have to come in all the way from Dublin. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did, did you find it hard getting a day off school? No, you have to go to school to get a day off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. you've, re you've written an essay. Yeah. Very good, yeah. No. What's this one called? Uh, same as everything. Give up your old sins. Give up your old sins, okay. The people of the land were slowly emerging from their winter hibernation. The Christmas trees were put away or thrown away, or if you're a disciple of Eamon the Green, you recycled your tree responsibly. The fairy lights were rolled up in a ball and thrown back up in the attic, waiting to cause a row next Christmas when they have to be unravelled. The family fights over who really won the game and Monopoly are over, and Grandad's back is much better since his attempt at Twister on Stephen's day. <laughs> the last of the celebration suites have been finished off, although the stupid little bounty bars are still there. The galaxy caramels, Maltese teasers, and the little Mars bars are long gone. 
Now, there's a stretch in the evening, and the people are beginning to feel good, sort of. And you'd know it was a slow time of the year for news when Joseph the listener and his followers spend an hour or so discussing butter. In fact, he spread it over a whole show. <laughs> See what I did there, Joe? Yeah. Oh, yes, the knives were out for anyone pretending that the gold-wrapped rubbish they were selling was true Irish butter. In far-off lands, the butter was king. Me ma said it was far off from butter we were raised. We were lucky to get margarine with the dripping kept for me da. But the people of the land loved their butter, and they remembered the solemn words spoken about it, like passages from the Butter Bible. Hello there, is there something I can help? Well, you can put a bit of butter on the spuds, Andre. <laughs> and the other great line, if a little cryptic, who's taking the horse to France? <laughs> anyway, and the Kerrygold butter, like manna from heaven, is made from Irish grass-fed cows. Remember now, these are the same cows that are getting the blame for the climate change and messing up the weather. So the choice is yours. Great summers are lousy butter. <laughs> oh, yes, you'd know it was a slime, slow time of the year for news. But just when we thought it was safe to open the fridge again, the elders in the temple had started a row about expenses, and poor Pascal, the former tax collector, was questioned about a few bob that he was out when adding up his sums. And who amongst us hasn't, when written down 16, forgot to carry the one? Sure, your sum to be haywire and then when that happens and I should know it, just ask me teacher it, it just is terrible anyway his friends cried out in the temple whoever it is without sin cast the first stone well you never saw so many rock stones and pebbles <laughs> being hidden away under chairs inside coats and behind curtains although a few handfuls of gravel were pegged over from the Healy rays anyway keep up your old chains and God bless <laughs> But things very bad, Matty. Are they bad, Matty? There's fellas spending half their time in the evening uh, after work inside in their coal bunkers with double barrel shotguns in case their neighbours are taking their knobs of coal. That, that's how bad things are, Joe. And, and half the country's stuck at home looking like, 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 like 40 courts with, with seven or eight layers of uh, clothes in them, shouting and roaring each other to turn off the immersion. Bye-bye <laughs> for uh, from the Kingsley, Kingsley Hotel in Cork and the play is out. With her own composition, with her own composition, No Cowboy by the great Stephanie Rainey. There ain't no cowboy on the way, I'm holding on, but it won't matter how long I wait or what I wish for. I keep on dreaming of LA and what they said, but there ain't no cowboy on the way. Feel like I'm chasing something, some bird of paradise On every TV station, in every tear I cry My heart is always open, I wear it on my sleeve I still believe in something, call me naive The world's been selling me a lie cause there ain't no cowboy on the way I'm holding on but it won't matter how long I wait Or what I wish for I keep on dreaming of LA And what they said but there ain't no cowboy on the way I saw 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.